and Friends. Hello and welcome back to my podcast, Lisa May Walker and Friends. And today I'm joined by the lovely Hattie Briggs. Hello. Hi. Um, okay, so I'm just going to, I normally start this with going back to your childhood, mm-hmm. but <laughs> we're going to save that. <laughs> and uh, we'll start talking about the fact that you've just come off tour with Alfie Bo. Yes. Um, what the hell? Whole, it was a whole month's worth mm-hmm. of of tour, like mid mid March to mid April, um, all over time. the UK. It is a long time. That, that that's the longest tour that I've done. By yeah, quite a way. Um, we were away for thirty three days. Wow. From, actually, like from home, mm-hmm. didn't go back once. Um, and it was yeah, it was twenty one gigs. Um, started off in Cardiff, and the last show was at the Albert Hall. <gasps> Which was so amazing. Oh my amazing. god, what a dream to play. It was. And you know what's weird is that I remember doing some like really small radio interview like four, yeah. four or five years ago, just when I started out when I worked right. the time. Mm-hmm. And I think the last question that they said was like, where do you want to be in five years time? <gasps> and and I remember saying like, oh, it'd be so cool to be able to play the Albert Hall. Oh my god. And literally exactly five years later. That's crazy. We played the Albert Hall. It was just so nuts. And and for people that don't know, um, yeah. how did the talk come about? Well. I feel like people do know. But... They probably do. <laughs> yeah. um, I was busking mm-hmm. um, through the lovely busk in London Fabulous. Um, at Paddington Station, um, just in the main, you know, the main network rail station. And um, a few songs in, I spot Mr. Alfie Bow just, just kind of turn up and start watching. And um, yeah, so I, I recognised him, but, yeah. but I kind of thought, this is just a guy that looks like Alfie Bow. Yeah. But then I pretty quickly realised that it was actually Alfie Bow. Um, and then there was it was kind of weird because obviously I did know who he was uh-huh. and I sort of wasn't really I kind of wanted him to know that I knew who he was. Oh God! What, without like what making do you I didn't want to like stare at him though. <laughs> so I kind of just I get I just like gave him a bit of a smile and just kind of like carried on playing. Yeah. And just, just went for it. You yes. know, it was like my third song best or something. Song. I was like, it doesn't matter that I'm not warmed up. I'm just going <laughs> to sing this the best ever. Um, what song did you do? Well, I think he'd probably been listening for yeah. two or three songs before that. But um, I was when I actually saw him, I was mm-hmm. playing this song called "Just Like You" by this guy called Kedmo. It's just like a right. nice cover song. Um, so I just yeah, I just went for it. Um, and then he, I remember he sort of he had this suit bag and he got some like coins out of the suit bag and oh. came up, put some coins in what my thing, guys. and then like retreated. Um, and and I sort of thought. I was thinking in my head, when I finish the song, am I going to, like, say something? Yes. Blah, 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 blah. So he gave the coin mid-song. Mid-song, and then oh. went back. But then before I finished the song, he left to go catch a train. Right. So I didn't speak to him or anything, which maybe oh. was, like, a good thing, because maybe I would have just, like, been <laughs> really weird up. and awkward. Um, so, yeah, I just I, I just thought, oh, well, that was cool. Alfie Bo gave me some money or whatever and yeah. heard me, and maybe he liked it, or, you know. Um, but I had seen him kind of doing something on his phone mm-hmm. and I thought maybe he's looked at my case yeah, and is looking up name. my name mm-hmm. um, and then I remember I, I finished playing and my mum's quite a big Alfie Bow fan so when I oh, like I packed it. up and stuff I yeah. called my mum and I was like I was like mum's Alfie Bow came and saw me playing in Paddington <gasps> Station how cool and she was yeah. like oh this is amazing <gasps> maybe he'll invite you on his tour and oh, I was just like yeah, sure oh. that would never seriously, happen seriously <laughs> seriously mum's like that's just not going to be a thing you know, I just kind of rolled my eyes. Yeah. Um, and then when I got home later, then I had this message on Instagram. 
from him. Oh my god. Saying, you know, I saw you at Paddington Station, <gasps> really loved your voice, and blah, blah, blah. He just gave me this massive compliment, and I was like, well, wow. I'm gonna, like start a conversation up. So I just messaged yeah. him on Instagram. Um, and then I can't remember exactly how it kind of evolved, but eventually he just said, you know, should we speak on the phone? Um, and then he, the oh tour gosh. was mentioned. Okay. Kind of, he, I think he mentioned it in a message as well, but I was like, surely he doesn't mean that, like, you know. Or even, like, maybe one day. Yeah, um, exactly. You don't expect the whole Exactly. Thing. And then just, yeah, he, I spoke to him on the phone and he kind of said, yeah, I'd love you to support me on the tour, kind of, would you be up for it sort of thing. Um, and obviously nah. he said yes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I'll oh think about God. it, you know, I'll think about it. Um, and then it just kind of gradually got solidified, mm-hmm. but it was kind of, it was pretty stressful my end because I obviously he's kind of said yeah it's gonna happen but then it had to get confirmed with his agents and they had to okay it so actually it didn't get fully confirmed until about six or eight weeks before oh yeah I remember you saying that you were a little bit like yeah I was so on edge (laughs) and also because I wanted to take my band and I was kind of crowdfunding (laughs) to bring the band and things so I was kind of I'd got the band committed to come on the tour and it wasn't even like fully fully confirmed yet so if it had fallen through then they'd obviously, you know, their diaries were clear, so yeah. they could come this tour. So thank goodness it actually came off. So when you did, was it a crap, was it crowdfunding? Yeah. What, did you do that before you got the, like, actual confirmation? Or? So I, the the tour itself, oh, mm. uh, well, yeah, I had to start before <gasps> it was confirmed. Terrifying. I knew that I would, I knew that I'd be doing at least some dates. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that the band could definitely yeah. come with me, and I didn't know if the agents were going to turn around and suddenly be like, no, 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 we're actually, we want this person. It's so funny because normally it's like the agents choose the support and then the kind of artist doesn't say much in it. Yeah. So it's so, like, nice to have it the other way around. Yeah, so I think he had to kind of fight to get me on it a bit Mm -hmm. and be like, no, I really want this girl to come on the tour. Amazing. Um, And then after you, how long... um, once it was confirmed, you yeah, say it was six weeks later. It was sort of six, eight weeks later, yeah. Right. And I'd already, because I I didn't want to kind of have to book things last minute and yeah. for it all to be really expensive, yeah, yeah, like yeah. accommodation and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'd booked accommodation for me and the band back oh, in like God. October, November <gasps> to get it. God, cheaply. Imagine if it did fall well, I did it. I did it on some like flexi thing, okay, so that if I had to cancel, cancel, it would be okay. But still, it was you know I was kind of everything was hanging on if this happened. Oh my God. Um. But then it, yeah, it was just, it was fantastic. I couldn't, I couldn't really have like asked for more. So um, you, you bought a van, is that right? Yeah. So with the sorry, I like crowdfunding the money. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously we we were gonna all have to get around somehow, mm-hmm. and either we were gonna have to take James, our sound guy's van, and then my car, right? Or we were gonna have to rent a van or whatever. But by the, when I looked so up expensive. kind of how much it actually costs to rent a van mm-hmm. for over a month, it was gonna cost me so much anyway yeah. it was like we might as well just buy a cheap van that I can we keep and one. then we've got it for future tours so um my guitarist Matt he's like really into cars and yeah. he loves Japanese cars so he was kind of sending all of these links on Brilliant. eBay like oh how about this one how about this one and we went to look at a few and we ended up getting this really cool um like Honda step wagon import thing which is yeah it's really cool oh, I see um it. and so we all went around in that it was really comfy and did you um, share the driving or so, so on the tour, Sorry, it was a boring question. No, so there were four of us on the tour in, in my group. Okay, so me, my cellist, backing vocalist Jasmine, yeah. 
Matt, who plays guitars, and also James, our sound engineer. Oh, so you had a, your own sound? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Was that requested from them, or you just... Um, well, I knew that if there... Because if, if, he invited me solo, and then yeah. I said, could I bring the band? And they said yes. If I said, kind of, can you do our sound as well for that, it's obviously yeah. much more complicated yeah. for a band rather than just one person. So, uh-huh. And also I wanted somebody That's who true. really definitely cared about what we sounded like mm-hmm. and was going to take the time over it and all that so James I'd worked with before and he's a really good guy and and yeah he he said he'd come Such along a good and do idea. it wouldn't even think about doing that it was I'm so glad we did um so yeah anyway I I because the two boys um they both drive and were happy to mm-hmm. do that so it just kind of saved me a lot of energy yeah they basically shared oh, the driving right. and occasionally after a gig if they'd like had a few beers or whatever yeah. then I'd drive back to the hotel but yeah they basically shared the driving which was Amazing. so good because I I find with touring stuff driving so often the yeah. thing, which is the most exhausting when I did my headline tour it was only like four days yeah. no three days for god's sake yeah yeah and I was gonna drive I would have been so exhausted because you're the one that's like everyone's kind of you know doing their bit but you're yeah. you're the artist so yeah but also really because be you have to obviously you're playing the gig but yeah. you're having to sound check as well yeah. and you're having to kind of socialize and sell your merch and all that stuff that is quite exhausting so then and driving i think the reason driving is so tiring is because you're just always concentrating so hard yeah you can't like just switch off yeah then. switch off for a moment so i think that was a really big thing that they could do the driving and what was also really lucky was that um Alfie's crew had some space in their van so they actually oh. took our kit in their trucks Amazing. so we didn't have to carry oh, all great. of that everywhere thank goodness because carrying that all of that yeah, stuff yeah. into a hotel each night would have been because you can't leave it so so much I mean we had to bring Jasmine's cello because it was kind of too expensive to put yeah. in a in a truck but it was just like that and our clothes and stuff so, so. how was the actual tour <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so good it was dreamy it was really dreamy yeah. like it was Cardiff was the first day? Cardiff was the first day. We had two dates in Cardiff. Oh, nice. To start off, which was quite nice because one, it's not too far from where my mum lives. So okay. one of the, the second night we just stayed at my mum's. Um, but also just having two nights in one place to settle at the beginning yeah. was just quite nice and be able to play with the sound a bit and get that right. Were you nervous? Um, so I, I was, but not, not kind of ridiculously so. Yeah. I think, I mean, all the venues on the tour were kind of, I'd say the smallest capacity was about one and a half thousand. Oh my god. And the biggest was the That's Albert Hall. Which was well, <laughs> the biggest big? was like five thousand or something <gasps> in the Albert Hall. But it's funny, like with because they were all kind of theatres and wow. th- symphony hall mm. symphony halls and opera houses, all those kind of things. Same with what even even though it's big capacities, they feel quite intimate. Yeah, so two nights in Cardiff and then headed up to Llandudno. Oh, Hold on. Um, no idea and, that's right. <laughs> uh, um, and then from there, it was kind of a bit of a nuts leg of the tour because then we kind of had like Glasgow and then back down to, where was it? Like Blackpool or something and then back up to Edinburgh. Oh, it was like quite, it was a bit like that for, for a few days, but then the next bit was much more chilled. Yeah. And we did have a few which were two nights in one place. Like there were two nights in Birmingham, there were two nights in Manchester. Nice. Um, and there was like the second half of the tour was pretty chilled yeah. as far as kind of scheduling of locations was. So that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Also, we had so many days off. We had yeah. like the maximum number of dates in a row was two days. So wow. we'd, we'd have, we, we had loads of days off for kind of travel days and just to chill out a bit. Um, which is nice. Which yeah. is pretty nice. So it didn't, yeah. it didn't feel too full on actually. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and the whole their whole team were so lovely to us Good. and really kind of just accommodating and helpful and um like almost yeah just more helpful than you would expect do you know <laughs> like, what I mean what like you want from there's it? nothing more you can do <laughs> yeah, for me honestly yeah. like I'm absolutely fine because you we were saying that that's not the norm with big tours what, yeah like, camp is, yeah should be like that but you're yeah. kind of forgotten about so yeah I think just I think quite often I mean I this is the first big tour I've done yeah but Matt my guitarist he's done a lot of these kind of big tours and, and one's much bigger as well and he's kind of said you know be prepared to kind of be like feel as if you're a bit in the way yeah. and to like yeah, not really be given so the true. time of day and you know be prepared also for half of the audience not to be in the room when right. you play because they're coming in for the main act or yeah. whatever it is and actually like none of that happened oh, wow. like everyone was so lovely to us um and just yeah kind of anything that we were worried about or anything that we needed or if we needed more time or if we needed you know help with fixing stuff or you know like one day my piano pedal like stopped working or whatever and you know did it uh well luckily uh james our sound engineer is also an electrician so he managed to fix it later but until he did that i know he's really great. great um but before that you know punky the guy who was like the stage manager he was like going backstage to, like, find us an extra thing oh, and trying to fix this and that. So and just nice. They were just such lovely people. Um, and did you speak... Did you see Alfie a lot? Did you speak Yeah, no, I mean, not not kind of loads, but, yeah. but you know, if he was around, he'd always say hi. He was mm-hmm. just, like, really nice and sweet. And, and also, as well as doing a set, doing my set each night, I also would come on to do oh, a yeah. duet with him as I well. I saw that. Yeah, which was so was cool because... Was that one of his songs? It wasn't, no, it was a cover. Um, yeah. It was a song called Wagon Wheel, a country song called Wagon Wheel. Okay. Um, how was, did that happen? Like, how did that conversation happen to... He just kind of, it would, he just kind of said from the beginning, you know, like, it'd be yes. great if you'd come on and do a duet with me as well. And I was just like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, my God. Um, and I, I could kind of thought that also, if people hadn't been in the room for our set, because we're yes. obviously opening, then at least they would see oh, me in his perfect. set as well. Mm-hmm. But actually, everyone was pretty much in the room yeah. for our set anyway. So it was just like a double, like... Oh bonus were they quite a resp- like did they listen or was there like yeah chatting? they really did I mean it was quite um like the audience was it wasn't like a rowdy audience yeah you know, it was it was yeah. very chill out <laughs> like, you know can't imagine. Um, yeah um so yeah they they were all like really attentive obviously depending on where you are and yeah. just the night like some audiences are, are like really enthusiastic yeah, and kind yeah, of yeah. whooping and stuff and other audiences just like yay just like yeah. very politely um sometimes they're so quiet that you're like they don't like it yeah but they're actually just like yeah. listening to you yeah exactly you out. yeah you can you can never quite tell um but yeah the audiences were great and and doing a duet was just i don't know it was just it was just special to just kind of yeah. come on and just do that i don't know like who, yeah, who does yeah. that and also what was so cool actually which i was not expecting was my birthday was like the third night to the end or something we were doing a gig thank you very much um we were doing a gig in Southampton yeah the night of my birthday and um I hadn't like told Alfie that it was my birthday or like said anything to anyone yeah um but I so I came on stage for the duet the second time and they were like (laughs) playing and I was like I don't recognize this song and suddenly Alfie like burst into singing happy birthday and I was honestly so shocked I was just like uh, oh my god because they didn't kind of start it the way they started it like in more of a like tuneful way than yeah, actually yeah, just yeah. like playing happy birthday so I was kind of like have they changed the song up and what, not and told were... me and I have my guitars I have my guitar oh, god, ready to play and I was like 
doing and then suddenly he starts singing happy birthday to oh, me and I was just so, so oh, I was just so touched um that's so, so nice. that was really that's sweet great. was was there like a specific highlight of the tour um I mean there were a few but I'd say playing at the Albert Hall's got yeah. to be kind of the one also because me and my band were all based in and around London. Yeah. So, it's... so not only was it the biggest audience and the most prestigious mm. venue, but it was also the gig where all of our families came oh, nice. and, you know, friends were there. And also, you know, I have a decent fan base in London and yeah. loads of my fans came along oh, as well amazing. to the gig. So literally, like, as soon as we walked on stage, <gasps> we could just feel, like, oh, the love in the room yeah, yeah. and, like, all of our, like, everyone who knew who we were was, like, whooping and That's gave us, so like, the good. biggest entrance and that was like um, the last date. Of the that was tour. the last date of the tour as well. So it was just like the response was so amazing. Mm-hmm. And also they'd kind of they'd left the the lights up in the room like a little bit like oh, half yeah, yeah. up so, so that if them. people were still coming in to their seats they could see. Which is actually so nice because we could actually see the audience yeah. and like see their faces and like the reaction Do you like and that? I'm not sure. Well, it depends <laughs> on the gig, but that gig because it yeah. was such a warm audience. Yeah. Um and people also you know, Alfie's fans, there were people on that tour, they came to like six of the gigs yeah. to see him. So people by that stage knew who we were. And there were a couple of guys who, they were sitting near the front. They'd come to the Brighton Dome the night before mm. to see Alfie. And they'd loved our set so much that they then bought tickets for the Albert Hall the next night to see us. Oh my God. Which was amazing. So they were sitting like right there and wow. they were obviously really loud. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I could see some of my friends up to the left Aww. and it was just... Oh, it was so great. Oh, I wish I was there now. It was, it was just such a nice vibe. And actually, like, when we finished, we got a standing ovation that night, which was... No, I would have cried. It was, it was like, almost too much. Yeah. Oh, no. I feel like I'm welling but up it was, just I know. the thought of it. it oh, was, it amazing. Was, yeah, it was awesome. So what has come from that? From that whole tour? Yeah. I'm sure lots of... You, probably don't even know what's come from it yet but like, yeah you probably get so many opportunities from that yeah it's it's kind of a mixture of things I guess just like during the whole tour because of the publicity and more people seeing me obviously you know people buying my albums and downloading oh, me and all of that's gone mm-hmm. up a lot and you know mm-hmm. people listening on Spotify all of that stuff's gone up um also I managed to because because it's a good story about Alfie seeing me busking yeah. and stuff um Somebody managed to get me a slot on BBC <gasps> Breakfast TV before oh, the tour. Yes, yeah, yeah, I saw that. So yeah. obviously, like, that's a huge audience. Wow. Like, that's the biggest, you know, like promo thing that I've ever done. Yeah. Um. So after that, like, the number of people who got in touch and bought CDs and all of that was amazing. So and then it was quite funny because during the tour, quite a few people came up and they were like, "Oh, we saw you on the TV before the tour." Like, but people were getting confused about what they'd seen me on. Uh, so they're like, "We saw you on Lorraine." No. And I was like, <laughs> No, so that you did, but okay, Aww. sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> but they knew they see me on something, um, which is quite sweet. Um, so there's there's all that kind of publicity stuff, and then um, also through um, you know b- being there and and having Alfie's kind of team be around and stuff. Mm. His agents, um, you know, talent agency have since taken me on, so they're oh, wow. now going to be my agents, which is really cool. Um, so they're just kind of That's starting great. to like, do some bookings and stuff, which is obviously Exciting. like, yeah, good, really good step. Um, and then there's kind of, yeah, the most recent thing is that, um, we've managed to get a Radio 2 session that's that's happening. Um, joining the Radio 2 The Radio buskers, 2 fan yeah. club. <laughs> Woo, buskers. 
Um, so yeah, that's happening. I guess this that will be just before this yes, comes this out. Yes, this goes out. I'm um, July. So. That would have so it would have been yesterday oh by the time people are listening to this. <laughs> it went so well. Yeah. Hopefully, um, and for that you're doing is it two songs? Or? Yeah. So it's so it's the Michael Ball show on um, Sunday the thirtieth of June in mm-hmm. the morning. Uh, Michael won't actually be there. I don't know where. Maybe he'll be touring with Alfie. I don't know. Yeah. But um, <laughs> anyway, so Richard Madeley is going to be the one who's doing the, the chat and the and interview and Richard, stuff. Richard and Judy. Yes. That's how people... Indeed. Well, that's how I knew who Yeah, was. yeah, exactly. Um, and we have to play, yeah, one a cover and an original. So um, we're playing my song Just Breathe as the original, mm-hmm. which was the song which kind of went down the best on the tour oh, and cool. um, made everybody cry, so that's good. Perfect. Um, and then as the cover, we're doing this um, song by Tom Walker called mm-hmm. Leave a Light On. Yes. Um, which is well. a really great song. And um, I've also kind of recorded a, an acoustic version of it. Great. That is out now on oh. <laughs> on like Spotify, <laughs> I'm so iTunes. Um, to hear that. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's just kind mm-hmm. of acoustic guitar, electric guitar, but cello and some nice. backing harmonies and stuff. And it's Crazy. it's quite different from the original, so... Um, yeah, hopefully people will like it, but we're playing that as well. So if I can imagine what it's going to sound like in my head, yeah. I bet it will get like played on like Love Island. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope so. Yeah, that's what, they love a cover, don't they? Do they? Uh, pitch it for them. Well, I have no idea who the person to pitch it is to, but yeah, I'll be there. Made in Chelsea. Made in Chelsea. Yeah, definitely. That'd be great. And you just released um, a single with Joe Dolman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joe and I, um, yeah did a duet we kind of um reworked a much older song of mine um when I say reworked like the only thing that is the same like lyrically is like two lines or something right um and we kind of made it into a more like a bigger kind of ballad and with lots of harmonies and nice yeah um, it's great yeah thank you it's uh, yeah, that's that came out. When did that come out? March Ooh. or something? I think March. Or maybe well, end of February. In you were on the tour, right? Um, no, it came out before the tour. Maybe oh. it came out in February. Um, but yeah, that's that's been great. The only problem with releasing a duet is obviously you can't play it at a gig unless that person's there or unless right. you have another bloke in your band yeah. who has the same kind of vocal range. So I haven't really since playing it with Joe ages ago in December um, at one of his gigs. We you haven't managed really to play, play it live. Um, Maybe you but, could like do a video of him doing it. <laughs> yeah, just have <laughs> have him recorded and yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was really cool, um, and and it was it was great to work with Joe. Um, he's doing super well at the moment as mm-hmm. well. So I saw him. Oh, this is not his solo stuff that he plays for Billy Lockett as well. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah. He was on the ELO tour. Yeah, that they did, which is so Crazy. cool. Massive, massive venues. I actually messaged him to see if he would write with me, and he's. Yeah. But I didn't realize he's not based in. No, he lives in Leamington. Because you went to write with him, didn't you? I remember you saying um, it was really far out. Was yeah. Well, we recorded in uh, Coventry, which okay. is where his kind of producer is. Right. So, back to how we know each other as busking. Yeah. Yeah, that's you true, actually. away from, from that at the I moment? I have or? a little bit, yeah. yeah. Just because I'm sort of in the stage of so I've got these agents who are now doing work with me and they're also kind of helping me to find management at the moment and nice. um and also with the kind of the gigs that they're trying to organize and stuff they just they've sort of said 
hold off the busking for a little bit just yeah. because we want you to kind of be like a bit what's the word mysterious and enigmatic or oh, whatever do you know what I mean we don't okay. like if you're like really available just yeah. like people can come and see you anytime busking or whatever yeah then it's just not as kind of special that you're doing yeah. like a headline show or whatever um so they've kind of said to hold off for now which is which is cool well I'm, I'm sort of doing okay because of like selling cds and things on the oh, tour and great. stuff so that's you've made money from that so which i've is... which yeah i, I made I, I made like a bit more than breaking even which was wow. which was pretty amazing actually i wasn't expecting yeah. like i was hoping that i'd just about break even mm-hmm. um and i've made like a little bit more but not nice. not much um but i think like even though like basically from the tour I kind of broke even like since you know how everything from distribution and stuff yeah. you get later mm-hmm. so like I had my biggest kind of you know oh, payment yeah. from distribution or whatever that I've ever had from all the publicity and things Amazing. um which is really cool um whether it will like stay that way <laughs> I don't know it's crass but um, I think when you've you've got such a buzz about around you now that you need to like keep what is it like yeah away momentum to, yeah yeah try and keep the momentum up um, I mean, I'm, I I was gonna do one of those um, Paddington Merchant Square oh, yeah, busking gigs actually cancelled. the other day, but right. it was like it was such bad weather that day yeah. that it got cancelled. But um, I'm supposedly doing another one in August. But it's kind of is that it's like kind of busking, isn't it's, it? But it's yeah, kind of not at the I same time. It's basically busking. It's kind of busking, yeah. It's basically busking. So that's yeah, I've got that. But yeah, I'm hoping I'm gonna have a, a headline um, London show in. Ooh. September. Okay, nice. Um, which actually, it's it'll probably be announced by the time this comes okay, out. So let me know if not. Yeah, I'll edit this. Yeah, out. yeah. Um, oh, yeah, cool. the agents are organising hopefully three shows for September: um, Birmingham, London, Birmingham, Manchester. So nice. So yeah, that should be cool to do a few with few of my own dates. Band that you've. We got shall see. I think definitely okay. London will be with the band. Yeah. The others may or may not. It's got a haven't decided what do you yet what's just be you or um so the yeah birmingham manchester depending i don't really know kind of what the size of venue is necessarily okay. and and all the kind of things which go along with that so we'll see what, what will happen but hopefully hopefully they won't hopefully the other two won't be solo but maybe they'll be doing maybe they'll be true we shall see it's exciting yeah it's cool and do you have any more music coming out this year that you can tell us well oh um i do have some in the making so obviously i've got the tom walker song which is will be out by by the time this comes out but um then i've got i've been writing a fair bit actually recently Mm -hmm. and i've got probably in time for the tour in september there'll probably be a single with a b-side that will be coming out um yeah so like a couple of couple of tracks um and then i'm also working on a new ep oh um potentially for next year well i'm not really sure if it's definitely an ep yet but yeah there's kind of i'm working with a few different people and one of the groups of people i'm working with i think from we've got a really great song that i'm really happy with and i'm hoping that we'll develop it into kind of like a little Mm -hmm. projecty thing okay um maybe for next year so we'll see but um yeah, and then there's also another project actually, like another like side project which has just started. So yeah. there's all sorts, there's all sorts happening. But yeah. there'll definitely be there'll definitely be more yeah music coming out. I just don't know exactly where and when yet, so but it's can happening. Look forward to your tour, yes, show in yes. September. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait actually. And if you can say, I don't because I can't even answer this question. Do you have like a dream or a goal in for like a time or? 
for the next five years. Where do you want well, to be yeah. in five years' time? <laughs> yeah. Wembley Arena, darling. Well, um, that would be pretty know, cool. You never know. Last... Yeah, exactly. Actually, I wouldn't have necessarily expected that Albert Hall to happen. Um, I guess, I guess, as long as I keep progressing and you know being able to play bigger and big, bigger venues and keep yeah. writing stuff that I'm really happy with, that's kind of the main thing. Um, but I would, I guess, it would be nice to get to a point when I'm having some more like regular radio play mm-hmm. and and also like conquering the spotify you know playlists and all of that that. it's it's not easy is it it's such a saturated kind of market but um all that stuff's kind of gradually getting there so i just as long as i like stay on the same Mm -hmm. kind of progression then i'm happy really are you playing any festivals um i'm playing oh actually will have just happened also but there's a (laughs) (laughs) there's a festival in is it sussex or hampshire i don't know anyway this festival called pet fringe which is petworth fringe festival okay um i'm playing on the 28th of June um and then am I doing anything else like oh I'm doing the um Wembley Park Busk in London festival it's on the Saturday um July 20th yes July 20th is it I'll be there yeah nice 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 so I think I don't know what the the schedule isn't done yet but um but yeah see you there 20th of July at Wembley Park um I'll be playing with the band and that should be cool and then apart from that, I can't remember if I'm doing any other ones. To be honest, I haven't really gone big on festivals this year. Yeah. I was sort of waiting to see what happened with the whole tour and agents and things. Hopefully next, next year, year, now that yeah. these oh, agents are on board. Um, I'll hopefully have some festival slots. But yeah. Okay. I think I feel like I've gone through it. I was going to go to your childhood, but I feel like yeah. I can't be bothered. I mean, <laughs> a long story, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the whole childhood scenario. I feel like the, the past year for you has been so exciting. that. Yeah. We've, we've chatted enough, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, if anyone wants to find you, your name yeah. is Hattie Briggs. It is. What's the, what's the best um, Instagram or? Instagram, I'm at Hattie Briggs Music. Lovely. Same on Facebook. Twitter, I think I'm just at Hattie Briggs. But I don't, to be honest, I'm not like a big Twitter person. I'm more Instagram than Facebook. Oh, I love Twitter. Um, I don't know. I think I've never, I've just never really got into Twitter. But also, I have a website, hattiebriggs.co.uk. Great. So people can um, and obviously, Spotify, iTunes, all of that. Great. Malarkey. Yeah, you can find me. Thanks very much. Not at all. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we did it. A big, big thank you to the lovely Hattie Briggs for coming in and, and chatting to me. I found that one so interesting and it's funny because we have quite similar stories with the whole busking um, and people spotting us and, and giving us really good opportunities so it's nice to hear someone else that's got a, another success story from, from busking. So yeah, Hattie's a really great musician, we're actually, straight after that podcast we actually wrote a song and we've been writing quite a lot together. Um, so check out her music. I hope you'll agree that it was quite a good one. If you guys have any other suggestions of people that you'd like to hear on my podcast, then please do tweet me and, and let me know who you'd like to be on the next episode. And um, if you're not already, make sure you're subscribed and um, if you can share it to your friends, that would be lovely. And another note, just from me, music-wise, I have a brand new single out, Safety Net, which you can stream and download everywhere now so check that out thank you very much Lucy Mayorka and friends we saw you on Lorraine